Welcome back to the Profit Your Knowledge podcast. Today's episode is going to be a cool one. We're talking about self-image. Uh, this ties into a lot of identity and just the way that you see yourself and a lot of self-confidence. This is going to help you with sales and creating opportunities in your business, like pretty much everything it takes to grow your business really ultimately comes down to self-image. And me, in fact, I had to work on this for a long time and still always do at times, especially when really growing. And I have just the expert to talk about this uh, topic about, right? So this is uh, AJ uh, Vassar. AJ went from eating out of a trash can to sleeping or to sleeping in his car and giving away six cars. So we're going to unpack this story. It's going to be wild. Uh, but now he lives in Medellin, Colombia, and he's uh, been there for about five years now. And he helps other people maximize their potential when it comes to sales, self-image as well. So I'm really pumped to have you on the show and to chat with you. How are you doing today, AJ? Man, I'm doing phenomenal. I'm living in paradise. So all my days are phenomenal. Right. Yeah. That's what, you know, when we hit record or when we jumped into the meeting, I was like, he's like, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm living, you know, another day in paradise. He's like, that's what I always say, but he's actually in paradise. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the Bay Area, uh, which is still kind of paradise, I guess. But anyway, AJ, I'd love to hear, because uh, I kind of touched on it a second ago, eating out a trash can, sleeping yeah, in your but- car to giving six cars away. What's What's the story here? So um, eat, eating out of a trash can actually happened two years before sleeping in my car. And I was, um, man, trying to master sales. Um, I was working for Aflac at the time. And me and my cousin had started another mobile marketing company. And uh, I realized very quickly that um, if you uh, if you don't make sales and that's where your money comes from, you have you, you end up skinny. Um, so, uh, I, man, my cousin, I, I'd actually made a sale that day which is crazy. Wait, did you actually I, eat out of a trash can though? I actually ate out of the trash can. What did like, you eat? I ate a Chick-fil-A burger. Hey, so, I mean, that's what oh, I want to go to. <laughs> so my, so my cousin had came to celebrate with me um, because I made the first sale in the company, but the lady said invoice her. So that means we weren't going to get paid for like 15 days. Oh, so shit. I didn't tell my cousin I didn't have any food. Um, and he came to celebrate with me because there's a first sale in the business, man. And while he was eating his burger, he dropped it on my floor. And I, you know, I didn't vacuum or nothing. So he was like, well, if I can't eat this, he wrapped it up, he put it away. And like, man, probably 20 hours later, man, I was still with no food. And I had to go in the trash can and get a sandwich. And, uh, Dang. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So then obviously you got good at sales, right? What was kind of the turning point for you? Uh, get, becoming immune to no, right? Mm. Realizing that no doesn't affect who I am. Like, all right, cool. You told me no, right? Right. All right, now what? Right? It's like, okay, cool. Um, and then I realized that, um, and, and this was later on, like all of this is a process, right? But I realized that when people tell you no, it's two no's you can listen to. You can listen to N-O or you can listen to K-N-O-W, mm. right? So instead of listening to the no, I started listening to no. So why did you say no? What what about what I said made you say no? Um, is is was it me? Is it you? Is it the product? Right? I mean, there's so many variables that come into it. And it was just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna just start looking at this from uh, a different standpoint, so where so that my feelings don't get hurt when people say no. Right. So getting curious about the no rather than yeah. taking it personally. Yeah, definitely. 
such a simple thing and it makes such a big difference. That's the difference between eating Chick-fil-A from the trash can and uh, being successful right there. That's it. <laughs> that's, it. That's, that's the end of the interview right there. Um, no, dude, that's, that is, no, it's a great, great point too, because I think everybody's encountered that, especially when they get new into business, you know, and kind of being your own boss, especially when it's like you're kind of the product and you're doing a service-based business and someone tells you no, they're really saying no to the opportunity. They're not necessarily attacking you as a person, but it's interesting because we perceive it as an attack towards us. And that's where we kind of get into like this deeper, like self image piece, because which I believe is the reason that, you know, you got to a point where like, you wouldn't even ask for, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you wouldn't even ask like your, your friend or your brother, you said for, um, like some food, you know, or some help, you know, because yeah. that goes against like what you think you should be perceived as correct. hundred percent because, Crazy. you know, the self-image says that I am, you know, I'm, I'm telling everybody that I'm this business person and as this business person, I shouldn't be struggling like this. And, and it's like, man, we tell ourselves these stories that aren't true all the time. And those stories help develop our self-image and without the right story, we create the wrong self-image. And the wrong self-image can lead us in places to where, like myself, I ended up eating out of a trash can. So crazy, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's just wild. Uh, Russell Brunson talks about this in Expert Secrets about when people buy things, they they buy and do things that are going to increase their status. Yes. And it's yes. just really interesting because that's what you're doing. Is you're like, if I say like I don't have food, I'm supposed to be this business person, then my status is going to go down. And I'm yeah. not going to do that. I'll wait till he leaves and eat his burger out of the trash can. That's yeah. freaking, it's just crazy. But this is like a thing that people do. You know, we've all done something similar, maybe not as extreme, but like we've all done something similar in our own lives. Um, when it comes to self image, I, I really want to unpack this topic because it really is something that I think held me back for so long. It still can at times. I feel like when we're really growing, then yeah. You know, anytime it's getting out of our comfort zone, naturally, it's like you have this little, this little gremlin inside of you that's like, no, I like the comfort zone. It's going to pull you right back. And that's why it's so difficult to leave that comfort zone. Uh, but that doesn't matter if you're just starting out or you're already really successful. New opportunities can pull us out of our comfort zone. So how do we kind of get started on this journey of working on our self-image and increasing that? So I, I would say for me, it was thinking about the person that I wanted to become and then living from that that standpoint. Um, I had a mentor, man. I, I've had some really cool mentors that helped me realize that, you know, you can look at where you are or you can look from where you are. Mm. Right. So I, instead of looking down at where I was, I kind of started looking in a horizon of, you know, oh, man. If somebody made a movie out of my life, this is going to be a great part of the story. Dude, already the trash can. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. So so that's how that's how I started viewing life. It was just like, OK, if I was writing this story from the successful version of me, what do I have to go through now to make this part of the journey amazing and mm-hmm. epic? So that's where that, you know, the self-image comes in, because every every if we think about any movie we've seen or any uh, like any, especially any superhero movie or any hero origin story, they always go through a low point, right? And the movie is only great if that low point is low enough, mm-hmm. right? So that's how I started looking at it. I was just like, yo, this is going to make a great movie. 
Um, and they may never create my life into a movie, but it's the movie I was living. So mm -hmm. when you start with your self-image, I would look at from where you see, because all of us kind of have a picture of where we want to be at, right? Mm -hmm. It's that gap. It's like, yo, I know I want to end up here and I'm here. So then just start saying, okay, how would that person at the end view what I'm going through now? And it's like, yo, this is the best time. And honestly, some of the, my best times were sleeping in my car. So crazy. Yeah, dude, you learn way more from the low points than all the high points, but we all yeah. reach for the high points. Yeah. 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 We, it's the high points, but honestly, the growth happens in the low points, man. That's why one thing I tell people all the time is that the, the scary thing about, because I believe that when we're going through things, we're actually being planted to grow. Right. Mm -hmm. And the scary thing about being planted is that it follows the exact process of being buried. Mm. Right. Yeah. So a lot of us abort the process of being planted because it feels like we're being buried. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. Literally. Cause you're getting buried. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you know, I, I love that. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's dark, it's cold, it's scary, yes. but yes. that's where we really grow. Yeah. Where we grow. Yeah, that's awesome. So curious, knowing what you know now and being where you're at now, um, you know, thinking about the old you, if you had to kind of like relive mm -hmm. that experience from the back, back in the time, rewind, but knowing what you know now and who you are now, when you were considering eating out of a trash can, like seeing your friend eating the burger, asking you about stuff, what would you have done differently? I would have created an alter ego earlier. I would have created a I would have created a monster earlier, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I would have let that monster go through all of that. Um, because that would have shaped me. It would have, you know, I I I believe in um using everything, using darkness, using everything we have. I don't feel like life gives us anything that it won't allow us to use. So I would have created this this image of myself that goes through hard things, mm -hmm. right? Um I'm, you're in this you're in this space so I'm, I'm sure you know david goggins right oh dude uh, he created goggins right because goggins, goggins goes through things david is the kid that got picked on and right, right. but god goes through things so i would have actually probably created that other part of me that's able to endure and then been able because once once you understand how to do that how to change your self-image to be and and create something that allows yourself to make it through these hard times, nothing can stop you. Mm, yeah. Do you think if you knew every, and like we're literally who you are right now, and if I just picked you up and put you right back in the same shoes as the other guy, but you knew everything you were when you were like with your friend right before eating out of the trash can, like what would you have done differently and maybe change that scenario? Or would you? I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't have changed the scenario at all. Nope, I wouldn't have changed it. I probably wouldn't have waited as long to get the sandwich out the garbage can. Oh, <laughs> you're like, I already know I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I, probably, I probably would have told you, just put it to the side, man. You don't gotta throw it in the garbage. <laughs> For real. Well, that's what I mean. Like, because now you have a lot more confidence in your self image and stuff. And it's like, it's just interesting because if you went there now, you would have said, like, just like, I'll finish your sandwich. You know, yeah, it's man, like, I'll you don't gotta put like, it in the trash can. Yeah. It's just yeah. interesting. So, how can we go about kind of building this alter ego? Uh, what kind of tips, I guess, do you have to share about if I'm going to create my own alter ego? Uh, start thinking about the person that you you really want to be when you're alone. When when right, the the person that uh, you're scared to show other people that's inside of you. Most of us have it, 
right? It's 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 I'll put it like this. If you've ever had those conversations with yourself where you said, man, I should have said, or I should have did, then that's who you, you know what I'm saying? That's a part of you that wants to come out. So yeah. it's, it's let that, that, let that part out. Right. So that's uh, you know, I like to call mine my God self. And it's like, yo, the God self of me, yo, he'll say what he needs to be said. He'll, he'll do what needs to be done. He don't care what you think about him because right. he of all that. Right. So, um, I, I would start there. I would start with thinking about what you would want to do if you were somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Or what you would want to say if you weren't scared of how they would think or, right? Um, a lot of us really hold our our tongues when it comes to talking to people because we don't want to offend them or yeah. we don't want to hurt their feelings or we want people to like us. That was one of my problems. I wanted to be liked, but it's like, well, if I didn't want to be liked, what would I say? right and then that's like and and i didn't care yeah if i didn't right so that's the part that's kind of hard for me to talk to people about because it's almost make me sound like a villain and i'm not it's just like yo i have this side of me that doesn't care right i I do i have the side of me that doesn't care yeah and i I mean just you know because people could probably maybe take that in the wrong way i get what you're saying though but that's like so there i was really insecure for a really long time and um, like when, when I was younger, you know, I had a really rough childhood, but I found personal development at like 17 years old. I read the book, The Four Agreements. Yes. Um, blew my oh, mind. That book. I, I have, I have yeah. two copies. I realized I was like, I'm going to reread that book. And I have two copies on my little bookshelf. But um, yeah, it's um, it's a really great book, you know, and there was just like, I remember this one time distinctly, it's coming up into me. I've never actually like shared this story really, except for like my girlfriend at the time. But um, I was in a a grocery store called Oliver's where I live. And uh, there's like a taqueria spot and there was a bunch of people over there. And this, I'm like checking out my food and the taqueria place is right behind me, but it's probably like 20 feet away. And um, there's a bunch of people. It's super busy, like peak hours for the, for the deli, I guess. And uh, this old dude or older guy like started towering over this woman mm-hmm. and she was like a really just like small, frail, older woman too. And he's like this grumpy, you know, old guy and they weren't together or anything. Um, but he like towered over her and was just like, like started screaming at her and everybody put their heads down. Yeah. And I did too. And I hate to admit that, but I did. And then the dude walked out of the building and I thought, God, I wish I could just stand up to someone like that and be like, no, you don't do that, yeah. you know, yeah. but I was so scared. And that's, that's what you're talking about right now is yeah. if I were my real self that I really, my full potential self in that moment, I would have protected her and been like, that's not cool, dude. Yeah. Like, leave. I'm sorry that had to happen to you. Can I buy you some food? You know, I'll spot your meal. Like, I'm sorry this happened to you. You know, she was literally like, didn't do anything. And was just like a super innocent woman, but everybody like surrounded by people, nobody did it. And I was just like, I sat in my car and was just like, God, I wish I could have. I wish. Yeah. That that's, that's the, that's the you, right. That's, that's the God you. And I'm just like, yo, be that person. Right. Yeah. Start. It's hard. It's scary. Yeah. But you know what? It just takes practice because so I'll, I'll say this, and and I'm not a psychologist. I don't study this stuff. So a lot of stuff, I'll just be like, it's in my mind, it works, right? 
at two years old, you were your god you. You know why? You ain't care what your parents thought. You said no. Run around you, naked. You was like, yo, if I want <laughs> we get it. So clearly it's in us, right? But we get programmed over and over again to shield it and to hide it because we don't know how to control it. So then my thing is just start practicing it so we can control it now. That's my thing. So, yeah, just start practicing that part of you, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be in situations like that. It could be, today I'm just going to walk like that, right? Mm -hmm. How would I walk if I felt like that? How would I talk if I felt like that, right? And and just from there, how would I read? How would I, I mean, just little things. How would I walk in the store, right? And then from there, you get so much practice that it's like, oh, no, this is, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, well, that's like anything. It's like learning how to throw a ball or to write, you know, yes. beginning, it's frustrating and yes. it's uncomfortable and your brain's like working hard on now something that seems elementary, but that's how it is. And it's like, I still encounter challenges on like speaking up, uh, full transparency, because when I was a little kid, my parent was super toxic. My parents, they were a lot of alcohol, drug abuse, that sort of stuff. Now I have a much better relationship with my family, but, um, we went through some hard stuff, my family. And, um, there were some, there's a lot of times where like, uh, my dad would he big dude, he would freaking tower over me. It's like, there's nothing I can do. So I would just give up. And it was so much of that, <clears throat> that it caused me to just kind of get in a habit of not speaking up, not sticking up for myself because what was the point, yeah. you know, but now as I'm older, it still can happen in situations. And then I can still get into my car and be like, damn, like, why didn't I say something or say the thing I wanted or you know, make the move that I wanted to make and that kind of stuff. I've gotten way better over the years because of what we're talking about. I've just noticed it and been like, this is one of those defining moments right now. And I think that that's the big thing that's really helped me is like, if that guy was like, that happened again with the taqueria and the guys screaming at the old lady, if that happened to me now, I'd be like, this is one of those defining moments, you know, yeah. where I can leave it or I can walk over and stick up for her and just be like, you don't do that, man. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to get in a fight or anything. I don't want that. But like, this just, no, you don't do that. Right. And and a lot of times it's just standing, standing in, in your power. Right. The average, I'm going to tell you from a person that used to have a lot of fights growing up, the average person don't really want to fight. Right. Right. Because but they act you, like all tough right, and stuff. Yeah. Right. If you've ever been in real fights, this is what I can tell you. Right. We both know, even if I win, I'm going to be hurt. Mm -hmm. right so there's really not a lot of winners in fights everybody is hurt at the end yeah right because even if i win my knuckles are hurt right. so like no it's the, the average person doesn't want to fight but they do want to see if you'll stand your ground right mm -hmm. so that's my stand in your power man right and and uh, you might want to start just by talking to yourself in the mirror saying who you're gonna be today right and and by doing that you can start looking at you and 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 start seeing yourself bigger than what you are. Mm. Uh, so I do, I do some mirror work. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you tell me about a time when the stuff that we're talking about really um, became apparent to you in uh, in terms of like growing your business and kind of when it came to like sales and prospecting and all that kind of stuff? So when I was sleeping in my car, man, I I had to make sales, and when uh, so I would go to. I remember one time I went to the Go's gym because that's where I would take a shower at, you know, from time to time. Mm. 
And I remember taking a shower in Gold's Gym and I went and I, I closed a sale with, uh, with uh, it was actually, uh, his name was Tim McBride. Um, and I went in and I walked in just like, yo, I'm, I'm that guy. Like, I don't care what my situation is. I'm that guy. Mm. And I, that's how I can, I, I, I held myself like that the whole meeting. Now it was intimidating because he was really successful. Right. right? My eyes. I was like, but I'm like, yo, who's to tell me I'm not. Right. So it, 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 it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this is it. Like, no, if, if, and that's when I started realizing with sales for your, for your audience, the one thing I would tell them about sales that's one of the most important things is your conviction, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to be, you don't have to know everything about your product. You don't have to know a lot of stuff, but right. The thing that I, I, I would, I would really encourage people is before you try to get somebody else to believe you, you need to believe you. Right. And when I walked in there, I believe me. Mm. So when I believe me, you can't say nothing that's going to shake me. Right. And because of that, I, I look at myself different because I believe me. Yeah. Yeah. I think another big part of it too, is like, we're talking about me a lot using the word me, not me, but we're using the word me a lot. And, um, you know, even when you said that you walked into the the place, <clears throat> this guy, very successful, kind of intimidating. Cause you're like, I'm sleeping in my car. You're very successful. Yeah. I got to act like I'm professional right now. You know, yeah. I got to be professional. Um, the, the idea in our mind goes a lot to I and me when in reality, like this guy, despite his success compared to yours, he still needed help with something exactly that you could help him with. So, and this is like the important distinction is to think, and you mentioned this earlier about no versus K N O W. No, it's to get curious about, the other person and ask them the questions rather than putting so much focus on ourselves. Because if you put all your focus on the other person, then your brain has no like mental power or bandwidth to put onto you in order for you to judge yourself and be like, I'm sleeping in my car. I'm not as successful as this person. I ate a burger out of a trash can. You know what I mean? hundred percent. No, that's I think that that's the big distinction is putting the focus on the other person as much as you can to where there's no mental bandwidth to put onto yourself. Cause then you, you not even have to, you wouldn't have to think about that stuff. You're like, I just want to help you. And that's where I'm at. And, and a lot of times, man, just so people know, all you have to do is be a little ahead of the people that you want to help. Right. So although he was more successful than I was in certain areas, he wasn't as successful as I was when it came to digital marketing at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was just a little bit ahead of him because of that. I could help him in that area. Right. So it's so a lot of times when I'm telling people, if you're if you're looking for people to help, find people that you're just ahead of by two to three steps. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what area, they can be the most successful person in the world in their area. But if you're two to three steps ahead of them in the area that they want to get better in, they'll come to you for help. Yeah. You just have to know you can help them, which goes back to your point. Focus on them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I have something valuable that's going to help you and I want to help you, you know? Yes. And I've worked with people who are far more financially successful than me, but when it comes to like digital marketing automations and like building a digital product, they're like, I have no freaking clue how to do that. I'm like, I do, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. I can help you. And then, uh, I'm just helping them. You know, it's just another person. So it's, um, yeah, that's really interesting. Just I, but I think that that's kind of the biggest takeaway that I hope someone gets from this conversation is like we're talking about self-image 
and that sort of stuff, especially when it comes to your business and sort. And uh, it's not really about you as much as we make it out to be, but people have a habit of making themselves the center of attention. And we're always thinking like in the hair, like, like in our, in the mirror, like, how's my, how's my skin Um, look? How's my hair look? You know, my, does this look good on me? You know, how do I look like everything? It's all thinking about us, but it's like, it's important to care about your self image like that, you know, look fresh and professional, but, um, I think you get the point. So, yeah. Yeah. Once you step out, once you leave the mirror, you should leave that too. Right. It's like, once once I'm good in the mirror, I leave that. Now it's all, I did all my focusing on me in the mirror. Once I'm out (laughs) now, I'm focusing on them. Yeah. That's solid. I like that. Um, so a couple more questions. One I'd like to ask you, um, you know, when it comes to like sales and this entrepreneurship niche and space, what's kind of your biggest pet peeve in that niche or space? Uh, my biggest pet peeve is is what I would call sales mal- malpractice. Mm. So if you think about it, if you went to a doctor and you just walked in and the doctor said, hey, you need this medication, this medication, this medication. And you're like, you're like I what? haven't <laughs> <laughs> right right i think that's what's happening in sales a lot now mm. uh, i think people know what they want people to have so as soon as they start talking to them they just tell them what they need and it's like you haven't even heard what their what their symptoms are what their ailments are what their core right. problems are right so that's my biggest pet peeve is, is sales malpractice because yeah. i think many people practice it and um, we've gotten very good at, at as an industry of learning how to manipulate people's emotions to mm-hmm. buy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and a lot of times they're taking medicine in the form of what we have to offer. That's not benefiting them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cause it's not like, yeah. And then that also, there's so many problems with that too, because one of them is that people charge up the ass and do that tens of thousands of dollars. And then what happens is you're like, all right, let's do this. You pay for it. And then you're in the coaching program because they didn't diagnose you properly and get you in the right program. They're just looking at as a paycheck. Then it gets the relationship where you're frustrated and you're like, I felt like I was a square peg being shoved into a circle hole. Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't fit. And, and, but that happens so often. And it's insane. We're, we're, like if you go to any of these people that are good at sales, like I'll tell anybody, you can learn how to to persuade people and to get them excited and to touch on the right, you know, things to say to get them to buy and pull the trigger. But that don't mean you should have. That, that. You know, I would I would rather make slow money than right slow money right, yeah. Then and you know manipulate people because I mean it, it once you learn how the mind works, you can. Re- I mean, it's amazing oh, yeah. the type of stuff you can get people to say yes to if you know the the right way to formulate words and to get them to a peak state and to start talking softly so they move in and you hit them with that story that let like I mean like they teach you like you can learn that yeah but I, I feel like too many people have learned it and have used it for um, their purposes yeah instead of their clients' purposes right yeah like absolutely that. no it's it's. No bueno. I, I totally agree. I actually just made a video about this on my YouTube channel. Um, it was how I made a huge mistake and it was about making an investment that just was terrible. And yeah, I I'm, used, I used my dad's money too to do it. And Oh yeah, dude, it was bad. So it was like the whole story and I've, yeah, I've never shared it like publicly. I've shared it with some people and they're like, dude, you should tell that story. And I was like, all right, no. <laughs> I'll do it. I bet. <laughs> so 
anyway, no, yeah, that's, it, it's terrible. And it does frustrate me. It's something you mentioned about like, you know, people are just trying to like make the money and stuff. It's like, obviously you want to make money, but growing slow is what you said. Um, for me, what I say is like, I care more about my reputation than making a quick buck. Yeah. And that matters way more because all the people who I've worked with, like that person that I, um, made the video about and, um, different people I've hired that were shit investments because they were, did this kind of stuff. Um, I'm never going to hire them again, you know, Ever. never. Ever. And I would never recommend anybody else hire them. If someone was like, Hey, I'm thinking about working with this person. Do you know who this is? Or if they were like, I'm working with this person, it's not really working. I'd be like, probably because of this, you know, <laughs> like, um, so I'd never work with them again, but it's, yeah, I think the reputation is huge. That's why I try and really take care of my people. And if it means me working longer, uh, working more to make sure that they're fulfilled, you know, and content with the results and stuff and challenge them, then like, I don't mind personally. Uh, but those are personal decisions that you're going to make when you're a business owner. Yeah. Uh, okay, AJ, well, we're going to start to wrap it up here. It's been a super awesome conversation and, uh, thanks for sharing everything, your stories and whatnot and ideas. Where can people best connect with you? Uh, social media, all my social media handles are at AJ Vassar. Okay. That's the connect with me yeah sweet i got links i'll put links down in the description or in the show notes uh so the listener can always pick that stuff up for the listener by the way we covered quite a bit of stuff talked a lot about self-image putting the focus on other people rather than ourselves because it's really easy just to go down that little spiral of uh thinking about me 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 and i loved what aj said about when you look in the mirror make sure you look good all that kind of stuff you look fresh and then when you walk away and you're not in front of the mirror like take the attention off of you, leave it in the mirror. So I think using your mirror as a self image tool is a really cool practice that literally anyone can do because everybody is looking in the mirror at some point. So, um, awesome stuff for the listener. Do, uh, just take something that stuck with you. If it's a mirror exercise or whatever else it is that we talked about and just use it, please. Uh, and if you got value from this episode, please share it as well, uh, because that does help us grow. It helps AJ get more exposure, obviously helps me as well. Um, but yeah, also if it's helpful, then you can help another friend. So please share it. Most importantly though, take action and we'll see you in the next one.